Hi, this is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, welcoming you to the Really Telling It Like It Is program. Um, I'm here to provoke you to think. I'm here to provoke you to uh, submit, to obey, to do whatever it is that God has designed for you to do, for you to be all that he has given you to be. And um, I'm here to answer questions and to pour into your life, to release revelation, to, uh, you know, to do the imparting and all. And I know many of you uh, are going to, wow, this week is this week of our convergence. It's like uh, in a couple of days. So uh, I'm excited to see some of you or all of you that will be there, you know, um, say hello to me and I'll say hello to you. And, um, you know, if you're not afraid to hug, I'll give you a hug. At uh, any rate, I'm, I'm really excited about it. It's a great lineup of what it is, anointed uh, uh, fathers uh, of the faith that are um, bringing forth things for you. And we want to make sure that you get everything that God wants you to have. So any rate, I look forward to seeing you at our convergence this week, just in a couple of days, actually. So good stuff. Any rate, the last time we were together last week, we started talking about, I am prosperity. And you know that that's a part of who it is that I am. Uh, many of you don't know where I got that from. So I was impressed by the, the spirit of God to uh, go through that. Okay, uh, I heard the Lord says, because as he is, so am I in the earth. First John 4, 12 and uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. These were scriptures that were given. And he says, I am love. And God is not looking for prosperity. He is prosperity. He is completeness. And so am I. Well, when we talk about I am prosperity, we're not just talking about finances. Last week, we talked about some of the different things that's going on in the in, in the countries and countries. I didn't say just our country, United States of America, but in the countries and different things that's going on all throughout the world and how it is that that banks are failing and things are happening and, um, you know, um, people are getting hurt and just all kinds of things that are going on. But. The thing that I would release then and I'm releasing again is do not fear. God has told us to do not fear because the God that we serve, he is not uh, ignorant of any and all of these things that would happen. He says in this world, these things would happen, but we are to be of good cheer because he has already overcome it. And I really believe that if I didn't believe that, I mean, I'd be biting my long nails off. I would be, uh, I would have a headache. I would be worried. I would be going through all of these things. I'd be concerned about my children, my grandchildren and all of that. I am not a doom and gloom minister. Nope. I am not concerned that uh, there won't be enough for my grandchildren and my great grandchildren because my Bible tells me that I'm supposed to leave an inheritance for my children's children. My father left me an inheritance. It wasn't money, but it was better than that. It was so that I could produce it. It was so that I could get what it was that I needed to get. He gave me, he, he left me with wisdom and knowledge and understanding and insight. He left me with those abilities to be able to do what it is that I needed to do. He left me with hope. He left me with a 
prophetic word. He left me with a thing that said I was an overcomer, not not a, a desperate person. So all of that was that. And this is one of the things that I choose to pour into my children and my children's children and uh, my, let me see, my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. So I don't want any of them and I don't want your children or your grandchildren or your great grandchildren or any of you to be worried about anything. God says, do not worry. Hope um, Matthew 6, just let you know, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, this is really funny. Apostle Eddie is calling me, but I can't talk to him right now because I'm talking to you. So any rate, um, uh, we look at the word prosperity and we were going through the anagram of this. Okay. Uh, um, and the P was standing for proper positioning and righteousness and righteousness manifest manifesting. And as we went through that, we had gone all the way. I mean, you know, yeah, we got real deep, real far because all I had gotten to was the R. I went through that and many of you never even heard that. So I'm just going to go through this briefly. Okay. It says, what and where is the proper position? Ephesians 2, 6, number one, it says, God raised us up. He raised us up. He raised our mind up. He raised us up, past, present, and future together with Christ being one. So that means that I have the mind of Christ. You cannot be prosperity unless you have the mind of Christ, okay? You say, Dr. Baker, you Apostle Baker, you've already gone through this. Yes, I have, but you didn't get it because... Why do you think he did Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John in the Old Testament? Uh, uh, in the Old Testament, why do you think all of these things were done? They're examples so that we could get this in. Of faith comes by hearing, and hearing, and hearing. I want you to hear this because this is the foundation of something. Is the most important part. My home happens to be a two-story house. They had to dig a deeper foundation, not a wider foundation, but a deeper foundation because of what it was that was going to stay on it. On the right side of my house, from where I sit, is a one-story house. Their foundation is wider, but it's not as deep as mine. On the left side is another two-story house. I am really glad that they dug a deep foundation for that house because I would not want it to be some of the winds and things that we've had. I would not want that house to be falling into mine and then for mine to fall into my neighbor's house. Okay. So the foundation, I want this to get deep on the inside of you. I want it to get as deep as it is in me or deeper because every time I speak it, every time I share it with you, it gets deeper. It lets me know that this is necessary. This is necessary. Uh, so past, present, and future together with Christ being one in and with him. So my thoughts and my attitude and my mind and my actions must operate out of him. My thought position has risen to my places of position. Romans 12, 2. It says to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Uh, if you're at the conference this week, you can probably pick up my book, The Spirit of the Fear of the Lord. I have talked about this. I have talked about a lot in this thing, in this, in this convergence. Uh, I mean, in this book. It talks about prejudice. It talks about bigotry. It talks about uh, the white male. It talks about the black male. It talks about white people, white, black people, Mexican people, Asian people. It talks about all kinds of different people. And it talks about 
the different atrocities that we have done one to another. It talks about the mindset and where the mind is. All of these things that were in Adam, it talks about all of those different things and see all of those things in order to live in the kingdom of God, in order to be effective, in order for us to be one new man, in order for us to walk as what it is that God has said we are. We can't operate out of that. I can't operate out as a woman. I can't operate out of a black woman. I can't, you can't, I can't operate out of that mentality that says someone else controls me. I can't operate, uh, uh, a, a white male cannot, uh, Apostle Barry, and I've talked about this, uh, a white male or a black person cannot operate out of uh, one's superiority and a one's uh, inferiority. You can't do that, not in the kingdom of God, not in the kingdom. These are things that were, were insidiously placed in us by the adversary where he had the the white male to the, he he uh to, to to think that he was superior that he had to do everything that he everything had to do be done by him and stuff and then what happened the devil did what he always does raise him up and then he brings forth something so sick as a CRT now he's supposed to be ashamed of who it is that he is and you prop him up what why to try and destroy him but that will not happen that won't happen in the kingdom of God, because when we came into the kingdom of God, there's neither male, female, slave, free, black, white, red, yellow, orange, none of it, none of it. When you come into the kingdom, you are a totally new creation and all of those things pass away. So we come in with the equality, with the equity, with the ability and all of these abilities, all of these different anointings and all of these different ways that God has made us is meant to flow in and through us so that we we build each other up because we realize that we are made of one blood, one blood, one blood, not five different seven bloods. I've told you this before. I've never, I was a nurse before I was a doctor. I have never, ever, ever heard anybody say, give me some of that white blood. Give me some of that black blood. Give me some of that Mexican blood. Give me some of that Asian blood. Give me some of that red. Give me some of that. No, it is not like that. He made us all of one blood. And in the kingdom of God, we realize that if you be in Christ and see you cannot be in Christ. You can't tell me you got the mind of Christ. And we walk as bigots and we walk as prejudiced people. We walk as those that I'm higher than you. I'm bigger than you. I'm better than you. You can't. Why is that? Because every part of the body is necessary. We got to get rid of that crap. We got to get rid of that mindset. And you cannot be prosperity with any of that in you. You cannot be prosperity with they did this to me or they did that or they did this. You cannot be prosperity and get offended. You cannot be. You cannot be because being prosperity means you lack nothing. You lack nothing. And if they did this, if I'm offended because of how they spoke, being uh, prosperity says, I know who I am. I know who I am. I know where I belong. I know whose I am. So whatever your opinion is, I do not care. Whatever it is that you think that is on you, I know who I am. And that's where I'm trying to get us. That's what God wants to release to us. When you know 
that I'm in proper position because I am in Christ and my mind has been renewed to the fact that it's not my mind. I have the mind of Messiah, which is the mind of God, which thinks the way that it thinks about me, which is something that it, it it's uh, uh, permeate, permeating through all of my being and everything. I have access, access to everything in heavenly places, not just in one little place, but I, here it is, I'm able to think and to move and to be able for him to be able to get all of these things together and said, okay, I want you to take this. I want you to learn about this. I want you to release. I want to release this, but I don't want you to learn from a human perspective. I want you to learn from a heavenly perspective. I want you to learn from the king himself. I want you to learn what it is and how it is that he's thinking about this so that you can release this so that you can be that creator one because I made you in my image and after my likeness so that I can release this in the earth because the earth has needs of it now. And it's like uh, uh, things are speeding up so that I can actually operate in the frequency and the vibration and in the rhythm of the kingdom of God, of the of the heavenly realm. I can move in that vibration because things are speeding up because why is that? Because in this time, he said that things would get faster and faster. Well, there is a need for us now. There is a need for us. And this is exciting that things are darker and darker and darker and all kinds of stuff is happening. All kinds of crap is happening everywhere so that you can come forth in brightness and light so that you, the light of the gospel of who he is, can manifest itself. Okay, uh, so I'm so my thoughts and my attitude and my actions, they have to operate out of him. My thought position has risen to my places of position. My mind and my character has to change. It has changed. My character has changed into the character of Christ. Why is that? Because my mind changed into the character of Christ. Christ was never on this earth needing anything from the earth. You and I, uh, Apostle Marshall, a couple of weeks ago, or whatever it is, talked about us being able to go through walls, us being able to be translated and all of this. And I'm thinking, what's the reason? What's the reason? We get information. We go ahead and we release things. We see in the future. We see and we bring it in. That's what the prophetic is about. It's not about being able to prophesy what you're going to happen. Oh my God, I got a prophecy. They told me that this was going to happen in my life and in my life and in my life. It's time. You see, it all depends on what it is. Here's the thing. I am not interested in that. I already know that being in him, he already has this plan. What's my part in this plan? How am I to operate with them? How am I to operate with those others that are willing to pay the price to go ahead and look foolish? Christ looked foolish. You can call names, been called all of these things. It is not about me building a platform. I could give a rip less. I can't tell you how much I really don't care about that. I cannot tell you how much I don't even care what it is that 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 you remember about me. All I know is this. I have a purpose and I have a position and I have a job and he's bringing those like-minded people together so that we can operate and bring forth what it is that the king wants done in the earth. That was Jesus's purpose. He says, "Don't you know that I have to be about the business that I was sent forth for from the Father? I am not after all the rest rest of this mess." I could care less. I am not going to get entangled 
in the affairs of this earth does that mean i don't care about the the things that have happened in this earth and my 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 uh, uh, beloved uh, uh united states of america no i am so glad to be a citizen of the united states of america i am so glad in earth to be a black woman not an african i am so glad in this earth to be a uh, a black woman in uh my my physical body in or dark brown whatever color anyway in this earth i am really happy i'm happy to be made in the form of a woman i know what i am i am a woman i like it i am not a lady i'm not a girl i'm not any of that i am a woman i am that i am glad about that but that is not the end all be all i am so happy and glad to be where he has me positioned where he had me born how i got here and all that kind of stuff he says forgetting those things which are behind i press to to stay present i press to stay present i cannot i cannot as a father in the faith i cannot as a mother in the faith be concerned and deal with all of that mess keep bringing it up that's like a a a a, a pig returning to its own vomit i'm not going there why is that because i won't get any further you will not get any further you can talk the talk but you won't be able to walk the walk why because you're still living behind and that is not you have not you are not in proper position you are in improper position because what it is your position is still a victim mentality and as long as you have that as long as you will be a victim in any aspect of your life when it goes on to well this happened because my father did this this happened because i didn't have a father this happened because of this you know maybe that was the best thing in the world that happened to me my father died when i was about five years old i remember him he was a sweet man i loved my father i was my i was my daddy's baby and he was mine and i went through a lot for a lot of years but then when i came into christ when i submitted to that when i realized that god was my father i realized that i have a father now that can never leave me never forsake me there is no death in him i'm living a life now i am living a life uh, uh an eternal life now my life started the day that that september 3rd uh, morning when he came into when he came in and took over my life began then i became a virgin all those other things passed away all the the the, the mistreatments of the deacons and the preachers and the rapes and the and the abuses and the beatings and the the drugs and the alcohol and the orgies and all of that mess all of it went behind i'm ashamed of none of it none of it because it doesn't exist in my world you see there is a difference because now I press to think, I press to move in the actions in which it is that I live in. Okay, my mind and my character had to be changed to another pattern of thinking, the pattern of thinking, the frequency of thinking, the, the, the uh, uh, vibration of thinking. I had to move in the rhythm of heaven. If you're not moving and living in the rhythm of heaven, you will never manifest. You will never uh, operate in what it is that he has for you to operate. You will never be able to see what it is that needs to be seen. You will not, because why is that? Because you will still be living on a low level. You will never be high enough in him. In him, your mind will never be moved into that position. You don't have to go on a high mountain. You don't have to rent an airplane. You don't have to 
you don't have to go into the highest building you don't have to go into the statue of liberty you don't have to do any of that you don't have to do any of that to be able to see what it is that he wants you to see and here it is uh the, the another pattern of drinking i'm no, i'm uh, thinking i am no longer no longer going to be trained by an old system sister uh, system or pattern but in order to believe and receive and manifest from my being and uh being in and of and being which is wholeness in prosperity you see i believe this in prosperity God is renewing my youth as the eagle. He is giving me energy. I'm almost 80 years old. And I told y'all, I will be almost 80 years old until I'm 120. You will never get another age out of me. But he is renewing my youth. He is renewing my energy. He is renewing me as the eagle had to be broken down. And now there's a renewing process. All of the things that used to be all of the things that I used to depend upon, all of the things that were important, all of the things that the doctor said, all of the things that my body said, and it does, it has all of the, as sometimes it aches and sometimes it's like one of these things, when is all of this happening? And then I start to see, I'm starting to realize something. I have to take that thought, take it captive. What in the world are you thinking, woman? You better get yourself in order. You better realize who it is you are and stop acting like some kind of little wimpy thing. What is this? That's not the mind of Christ. That must be that old mind. Why are you going to pick that up? Why are you going to do something that's stupid? Don't get stuck on stupid. That's the way I talk to myself. Don't allow them stupid thoughts to be in your head. Why be rebellious? What did the Bible tell you? It tells you to take every thought that does not line up with what it is that God has said to and about you, and you take it captive. You put that sucker in prison. You execute it. You don't even let it live. You give it no place to live. And see, that's the problem with many of you. You entertain. You, oh, come in for tea. Come in for coffee. Come in and make yourself home. Go Come and be home with me. All those thoughts that you think. All those thoughts, those bigoted thoughts, those prejudiced thoughts, those, oh, I'm a victim thought, all of those thoughts. And all they're doing is destroying you. It's destroying you and destroying those around you that you're supposed to bring life to and bring life abundantly. You see, you got to get rough with yourself. Paul says, I handle myself roughly. I bring it into subjection to what it is that God has said. That's the mind of Christ. See, the kingdom of God suffers violence and you got to violently take those thoughts. You got to violently take your place. You got to violently take it by, by, by force. You got to force yourself to come into alignment with what it is that God said. You got to come, you got to force yourself to come into alignment with what the culture of the kingdom is saying. You got to force yourself to think this way. It's not going to come easy. It don't come easy. No, no. That's why wimps don't live in the kingdom. You know, people, there's people that can quote scriptures that can talk all this stuff, but they be whining, 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 whining stuff, babies. You know, what happens is this. They are weak. Oh, they have a form of godliness, but denying the power for it to work when it is necessary. You need to get to this convergence. 
You need to come to this convergence because I guarantee you strength is going to come in you. You need true fathers. You need to be true sons. You need to realize who God is. You need to see the representation of fathers coming forth, true fathers. And that's what I am. You say, well, you're a woman not in the spirit. See, there you get, you're trying to bring somebody back down to an earthly position. You better realize that you are spirit before you are body. You are spirit. You are spirit. There's everything in you as spirit first. You say, you sound angry. I'm not angry. I'm just excited. I am excited because I know that some of you, that even one is getting this, is deciding I will not be a victim. I showed you a picture uh, and, and read you what it was about this slave woman of this statue that had been given to me and how it is that no one was able to dispirit her. The spirit of the living God, if you're born from a God, the spirit of the living God lives on the inside of you. Stop worrying about your children. Stop worrying about your husband, your wife, your situation. Stop worrying about your finances. Stop living as if you're an orphan and don't know God and he doesn't know you. If God is your father, then he has, then he has already taken care of. If he tells us to leave an inheritance for our children's children, why in the world do you think that he left one for it in us? He says, you're an heir of God. You're an heir. Oh my God, that is prosperity, heir of God. We're going to talk about that too. What is an heir of God? What does that mean? That means I have his wholeness. That means I have his mind. That means I have everything that he put in Christ. I have everything. This is why he says, as you are, so, as I am, so are you in the earth because I'm an heir of God and I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I am not afraid. I'm not ashamed to say what God has and who God is. I am in the earth. Why is that? Because he said it. I look like my father. I act like my father. When Ben when Ben was alive, when my father was alive, people would say, you just a spitting image of your father. You just give like your daddy. You'll give away everything. You'll give away everything. My father told me my last was never my last. And that's probably why I do so well today is because I'm not thinking about what I have left. I'm thinking about the fact that I have it in order to release it. No, I'm not stupid. I don't give it to manipulators. I don't give it to those that are lazy, shiftless. That's the word that black people use sometimes. My mother used to use it. You see them shiftless, them shiftless folks over there? You don't ever be like them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm having fun with myself. All I'm saying is this, people. I'm letting you know something. You are more than you think you are. You, if you in Christ, you are prosperity. And keep tuning in to this really telling it like it is. And I'm going to help you to live it. I'm going to help you. I'm going to assist you as God assists me to, as he works through me, in and through me, for us to go in to get what it needs to be done. Because this earth is crying out for us to manifest as the sons of God. What would that look like, creation? What would that look like? Uh, 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 giving to those that don't have, what would that look like? The supplier rather than being, uh, being one that, that, that needs to be supplied. What does that look like? That looks like being the answer. 
rather than the problem that needs an answer. So my time, oh golly, my time has gone uh, uh, for this program today. Uh, if you desire to get into this program, into what it is that we're doing to take this all over the world, this uh, uh, the information is on the screen. Would you put that information up for us? Where you can give into, we have Zelle, we have, um, uh, Joe Henry, would you stick that up right quick before my time all goes out? Um, anyway, we have all these different ways in order to be able to give. So... Uh, I look forward to seeing you in Lafayette. There it is. We have, you can sew into Cash App, PayPal, uh, Zelle, uh, or send a check to More Than Enough Ministries at P.O. Box 4400, Manteca, California, 95337. Again, this is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, saying goodbye for now. I'll see you this week, or I'll see you next week when we're here really telling it like it is. Thank you for allowing me into your space. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV your station for kingdom inspiration.